everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is July 12th. Today we're going to continue in Doctrine and Covenants section 77. Now, if you'll remember, this section is given as Joseph Smith is translating the Bible, and he comes to the book of Revelations and comes across some things that he doesn't quite understand. Now, totally get that, right? Because the book of Revelations can be really tough, mostly because it is packed with symbolism. It's interesting and a little bit funny because so much of the scriptures is symbolism, right? The Savior taught with symbolism so often, and we don't take those things literally most of the time. But here in the book of Revelations, when it is so heavily packed with symbolism, so many people take these teachings here in Revelation very literal when they aren't meant to be. Now, I've been teaching my entire adult life, right? I was a seminary teacher and I taught gospel doctrine for about 10 years. And in all that teaching, the one book in the Old Testament that I've found that people struggle with the most or that's the hardest for them is the book of Isaiah. And here in the New Testament, the book that is definitely the hardest for everyone is the book of Revelations. And it's interesting because both those books are laden with symbolism. However, I think it's super important that we understand that God actively tries to teach us with symbolism, especially in the church. He teaches us so often with symbolism. And so it's so important that we begin to learn the language of symbolism. With Isaiah, once you understand the most common themes and symbols, it can be somewhat easy to figure out. But if I'm being perfectly honest, I haven't quite cracked that code with the book of Revelations. I am still making heads and tails of this after having taught it multiple times. And so I hope as I try to teach today, and as I try to explain some things that I've been learning, as I've been thinking and pondering, I hope it makes sense. Because like I said, I'm definitely still learning and working on this. So if when you read these kind of things, or if you read the book of Revelations and feel totally lost, just know that you're not alone. I don't really understand it all the time. And even Joseph Smith, when he got to the book of Revelations as he was translating, it would seem that he needed help as well. We talked yesterday about how we can receive revelation in the scriptures as we ponder and as we ask questions. But for Joseph as a prophet, it was one of his duties to expound on and help us understand the scriptures as well. Elder Bruce R. McConkie explains it this way. Prophets gave the scripture, and prophets must interpret it. Holy men of old received revelation from the Holy Ghost, which they recorded as scripture. Now, men must have the same Holy Spirit to reveal what is meant by the scripture. Otherwise, there will be a host of private interpretations, and consequently, many different and disagreeing churches, which is precisely the condition in the religious world today. Now, this quote isn't to say that we can't come to an understanding of Scripture for ourselves. Our Father in Heaven expects us to seek revelation and understanding for ourselves. But when it comes to this global understanding or this global learning, one of the duties of a prophet is to help expound on Scriptures. In fact, this is one of the reasons why there's such a unity in the church, and it's because of this principle. Other denominations, you can 
go to six different Baptist churches and you could hear six different sermons that wouldn't have anything to do with each other and might even be a little bit contradicting. Oftentimes when people want to go to a church, they kind of church shop. They might be Baptist, but they can go to a bunch of different churches and decide which preacher teaches the way they like or teaches doctrine that sounds good to them. But that's not how it is for us. Most likely, you heard the exact same principles taught today as a church in Peru or Mongolia or anywhere else because of this global understanding that comes as we receive understanding from prophets and apostles. So Joseph reads in Revelations 4, where it talks about God's throne and that there's a sea of glass in front of God's throne and four beasts in front of that, and then 24 elders that surround it. And rather than thinking, well, that's weird, and then just moving on, like I probably (laughs) have done multiple times, he asks for greater understanding. So starting in verse 1, this is what it says. What is the sea of glass spoken by John fourth chapter and sixth verse of the revelation. And then the answer is, it is the earth in its sanctified, immortal, and eternal state. So that's good. It teaches us, okay, the sea of glass is the renewed and glorified earth. We're taught in articles of faith that the earth is going to be renewed and receive its paradisiacal glory. And that's where the celestial kingdom is going to be. So that's what this sea of glass is. But what's really cool is that later on in Joseph Smith's life, in section 130, he's going to receive even more knowledge. He does receive answers here. Yes, God answers his prayer, teaches him. But obviously, Joseph Smith is still pondering this 11 years later and desires more light and more knowledge. And then in 1843, God reveals more. It reminds me of the process of revelation that Elder Scott talks about in his talk to acquire spiritual guidance. In that talk, he talks about how he was sitting in a Sunday school class and he began to receive revelation. And so he was writing it down and sitting there and thinking. And then later, he's pondering on that revelation. And then As he's doing that, he writes it down, he reviews, he thanks the Lord for the guidance that's given. And then it says he was impressed to ask, is there more to be given? And then because he asked that question, there was more inspiration. And he could write that down and he could ponder and he could pray. And then he asked, is there more that I should know? And there was. And so he kept receiving this revelation as he continued to seek and to ponder and to pray. And I love that Joseph teaches us that same thing here, that he doesn't just receive this revelation here in section 77, but that it's something that he continues to ponder and to process until 11 years later, he receives more light and more truth. In section 130 verse 9, we learn more about this sea of glass. It says, this earth in its sanctified and immortal state will be made like unto crystal and will be a Urim and Thummim to the inhabitants who dwell thereon. A Urim and Thummim, that's what's meant by this sea of glass. The Urim and Thummim were like these crystal stones. And so this sea of glass, this paradisiacal 
earth that we're going to be living on as celestial beings is our own personal Yerm Thummim. This earth itself will become a light of revelation for everyone living there. Perfect understanding and perfect knowledge. Remember with the gift of exaltation, not just salvation, but exaltation, is that we get to live life with God and a life like God. Perhaps this sea of glass, this Yermum Thummim, this celestial kingdom is part of that life like God to begin to have this perfect knowledge and this perfect understanding. My friends, I look forward to that day. It's going to be incredible. But I also rejoice and testify of the fact that we don't have to wait until that day to receive revelation from our Father in heaven. It is our obligation as members of the church to learn to receive revelation now. President Nelson has warned us that in the coming days, we will not be able to spiritually survive without understanding how to receive revelation. And I testify that even now, even today, we can begin to obtain revelation. Line upon line, precept upon precept, just like Joseph Smith did here. But God can and will speak to us. We can have understanding and we can have knowledge because our Father in Heaven wants to bless us with it. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hanson.